Good evening, Mockingbirds. This is your storyteller. So earlier in the podcast, we studied book burning. We covered that um, because that's what our book now is covering, Fahrenheit 451. Um, but this episode, we're just going to take the general idea of book banning because that's the idea of the podcast where I'm reading some banned books the banned book list so first we have to go over uh, what censorship is and then what book censorship book censorship is and then I'll get into kind of the history of um, uh, banning books why they were banned um and uh, and so forth. So, so censorship is the regulation of speech or other forms of expression by by an authority, um, which could be the church, um, a minority group, or leaders of that minority group, um, governments, uh, regimes. Uh, anybody who has power over the general population and uh, its intent uh, it's to safeguard for uh, security Um, there's a book on this list that is actually banned for uh, national security reasons or to suppress what is considered objectionable or profane or morally objectionable profane from a political, moral, or religious standpoint. That's where the leaders come in. They come in and say, we don't like, you know, uh, Huck Finn because it talks about racial issues and and they use use language that um, can be considered racist without taking in the consideration of when that book was written so we the so that's censorship that can be anything paintings uh, photography books any form of expression and then book censorship is the removal suppression of literary or educational materials ideas and or information on the grounds that these materials are more morally or otherwise objectionable so it's the same but it this it, this one's just dealing with you know the written word as opposed to censorship which could be anything really so I will start with a little bit of history Um, the first book considered banned was in October of 1650 William Pychon's pamphlet 
the Maronius price of our redemption. Um, this book was uh, actually um, burned as well as banned by the Puritan government in Boston, Massachusetts. Which is a bit ironic because the Puritans came from England because they were being persecuted against and uh, basically censored um, by religion uh, by England, and so then now they're they're openly censoring Pychon for writing negative thoughts about the Puritan government. So the Church of England, when they started um, uh, persecuting the Puritans. They came to the New World, America, to find religious freedom, and uh, Pychon wrote his thoughts, uh, his negative thoughts, about the Puritan religion. So... And then another one, which is considered the first American to be banned, was Thomas Morton. Uh, his book, The New English Canon, uh, it was published in 637. This is a volume, a three-volume work, collecting Morton's observation of Native Americans. Uh, it's a positive, it's a positive uh, observation of Native Americans along with the celebration of beauty of the natural world. And it also has uh, satire of the Puritans. As in, the Puritans make a great show of religion, but show no humanity. And so, let's, we're gonna go and talk about the Comstock Law. Uh, in March 3rd, 1873, um, the Comstock Law was passed by U.S. Congress under the Grant administration. Now, this is important because it led into book censorship and book banning, but it started in the United States Postal Service. Um, it's also known as an, the Act of Suppression. Oh, the Act of the Suppression of Trade and culturization of obscene literature and articles of immoral life. Uh, the, the act criminalized the usage of the U.S. Postal Service to send erotica, um, but it also restrained the distribution of medical journals, especially ones dealing with contraceptive and abortion um, and uh, or, or really anything that was considered obscene uh, so this is where you're start we're starting to dig into a little bit of the um, the obscenity what is obscene? What is considered as obscene? Um, I mean, this this law even banned like personal letters, 
containing sexual content or information. Um, so this, like I said, this, this law really kind of started to dig its teeth into um, the obscene part of book censorship. Um, in D.C., where federal government has direct justification, the act was also made into a misdemeanor, punishable by fine and imprisonment. And it was for sale, uh, to sell, give away, or be in possession of obscene publications. Now, that's a broad definition. And the government had control over what that was. Um, what you find obscene, I might not find obscene. So, it, it really goes back to the government's trying to control what we read, what we see. Um, and uh, preventing new ideas is how people see it. Um, so you got the Comstall Law and the effect of banning. Um, famous books banned under the Comstock Law is uh, One is Ulysses by James Joyce. It was published in 1981. Yeah, that's how long this law was in an act. Uh, each issue of the magazine tells the travels of Leopold Bloom through Dublin. It sees the magazine, the postal service sees the magazine after an issue containing the main character fantasizing about a young woman. Also, the Canterbury Tales were banned for the same reason as Ulysses, sexual content and swearing. The Canterbury Tales. Alright, so we've got reasons for censorship. Social. And then, I mean, there's a thousand other reasons, but I'm going to go over, like, the main five. Um, social. Uh, these books are, are suppressed because of language, racial characterizations, depiction of drug use, social class, sexual orientation, and social differences that challenges challenges are viewed as shameful to the general public. Books such as Catcher in the Rye and One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and Huck Finn, um, they were banned because uh, their disrespect of authority, their characters, vulgar language, anti, uh, and anti-traditional worldviews. So, like in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, um, he gets admitted into uh, a mental ward, and, and throughout the whole book, you don't know if he's crazy or not. And so, of course, there's vulgar language. Um, Huck Finn, Mark Twain's, one of Mark Twain's novels, uh, was cited for racism because white boy and a black man and they used uh, racial slurs and racial languages. Um, 
so political. Um, these are books that uh, perceive to promote anarchy, communism, and socialism. So, in these books, uh, the big one, 1984, uh, by George Orwell. It was um, banned for its pro-communist and sexual content. Um, I believe that book was written during the Cold War, like a Fahrenheit 451. Um, we're going to read that one later. Um, sexual. The list of books that are deemed <laughs> The list of books that are deemed obscene is so long I can't even list them. Everything from a daydream to a 21st century children's book called Central Park Zoo that that has that deals with two homosexual penguins. Yeah, that one's been banned. It's about gay penguins. Um, religious. These are one. These are the books that challenge religious religious beliefs, um, much like the first books we talked about. But this one, Origin of a Species, by Charles Darwin, because of its theories on evolution. And also Harry Potter series, um, because they perceived to promote witchcraft and the occult. Right? And then there's one, the, the, the last big one is for security. And this is the one I was talking about earlier. Um, this one is actually banned because of what it's what's in the writing and it, there's state secrets in the writing and um national security secrets in the writing um it's called operation dark heart it's a 2010 memoir by a u.s army intelligence officer uh the department of defense dod went to i mean they tried, they did all the stops to get this book banned, or at least censored. Um, I actually have a book on my book, uh, bookshelf that is written by a former CIA spy, um, and anything written by someone in the CIA, the CIA has to read, um, and he, and it has to be read and censored just in case there's sensitive information. Um, and this author, uh, Robert Baer, uh, the book's name, uh, book is called Scene of Evil. Uh, Robert Baer left his censor's marks in the book so you can see where they're censored. And they're just black bars over the words. Much like... Uh, much like you see in the movies, I think in the I think in some of the older spy movies, the the words are actually cut out because they were written on typewriters, and you could still 
see the impression if you put a black mark on there so they would um, literally cut it out of the, the paper um, the censors would and so um, I think they they did finally get this this book censored not banned um, but the information uh, the information that was censored unfortunately there's now online a version that is the censored version and um, which you get it like Amazon and then there's the uncensored version out there too as like PDFs um, I don't believe that you can get the uncensored version in like unless you like hunt for it um, usually in the week uh, there's a week in September I think it's the second week third week anyway in September the uh, public libraries uh, they celebrate banned book week and um, all of the banned books that they like a, like a Fahrenheit 451 to kill a mockingbird where the wild things are is on the banned book list for uh, magical thinking basically for imagination I mean this kid imagined an entire world for himself and so that book was banned in several school districts for <laughs> promoting uh, it, it was for promoting like obscene ideas like uh, Harry Potter religious ideas so basically kids aren't allowed to daydream um, um, let's see 1984 um, a lot of the probably all of the books that I'm going to read on this podcast um, and uh, the book the libraries put them out special to celebrate Band Book Week. Um, this list is still going on. Um, I know you can look up last year's um, 2019. I think it comes out at like the end of the year, so you're going to go through 2020 and then um, and God knows what's going to be banned this year. Um, so so I'm getting mine from my, my uh, list from the 2019 list. Um, and then hopefully I can keep this podcast going and uh, we'll see what we'll see what happens. Um, just a little information. Um, hopefully going to get a real mic soon so I'm not going to sound so muffled. Um, and uh, because I got a job at the Red Cross uh, I'll be working for their blood services um, so come out and donate blood uh, when the, when you can we need it um, just check your local American Red Cross uh, chapter and they'll, they'll tell you where where all the donation sites are going to be
let's see. Oh, I'm going to be in a magazine. My artwork is going to be in a magazine. Um, but, so, that should be coming out in August. I'll put some of that up on my website. I have a website now. Um, I'll put the link on the about page because um, I don't have a domain yet so it's still under the GoDaddy thing um, but I'll put the link up on my um, about page for my <laughs> my audience of two um, but my audience of two I thank you for listening um and uh, if you like it, pass this podcast along. Um, I'm going to read a little bit from Fahrenheit 451 tomorrow night. Um, or tomorrow during the day. So I'll look for that. And I just wanted to give you a little bit like why I feel like these books are important to share. Like my first band book was To Kill a Mockingbird. I read it in the fifth grade. And then my mother made me watch the movie. And it is still now one of my favorite books and, and one of my favorite movies. Um, so we're going to read that one soon too. That's on my list. On the website, there is um, just the short beginning list um, of what books we're going to read. And, uh, yeah. So, I, uh, I, hope, I hope you two, uh, two listeners <laughs> still listen. And um, bring me more. Bring me more. Bring me more. Um... All right, well, y'all have a good night, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. All right, good night.